and welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful Monday night. Uh, we are talking about free agency as today at noon, the legal tampering period mm-hmm. has officially started that where uh, teams can talk to pending or, or, or free agents, uh, right. not officially put in pen to paper, but uh, can verbally work out agreements, basically have everything drafted up. Uh, and then once uh, four o'clock hits on uh, Wednesday, uh, they can officially go ahead and uh, get those contract uh, signed, sealed, and sent over to the NFL offices as the right. official NFL season starts uh, on Wednesday. Uh, and that's also when a couple trades will become official. Well, yes, yeah. the Carson Wentz trade being one of them, uh, right. Russell Wilson, uh, a couple of those other ones. So uh, real quick, uh, Shane starts us off. What's up, Shane? Uh, Eagles winning free agency so far. Uh, just signed uh, Hassan Reddick. Cowboys lost Amari, Co- Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson. About to lose Lael Collins. Giants are a dumpster fire. And Commanders signed some no-name quarterback. Well, they traded for some no-name yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Uh, fly, Eagles fly. Love it, uh, Shane. <laughs> uh, that's a good start. You know who actually is winning free agency so far? No. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, God. <laughs> they, have, they have literally signed. Well, between being able to re-up Cam Robinson. Uh, well, well see, that's the a, that, that might be the worst thing that they've done. Yeah. Uh, he uh, He's not that good. Um, not worth, you know, all that money. But they signed Christian. Well, they overpaid for Christian Kirk. Signing a four-year, mm-hmm. uh, $72 million that actually has a max value of $84 million. A four-year, $84 million puts him in the top five of wide receivers as far as salary God goes. bless, Christian Kirk. God bless, my yeah, man. Hey, listen, you did you. They just literally agreed to uh, Evan Ingram, uh, from the, the tight end from the Giants. Obviously, as you mentioned, they franchised Cam Robinson. They signed one of probably one of the better offensive linemen, uh, guard Brandon Sheriff from uh, the Washington Commanders. So, Hurts the Commanders, right. uh, you know, going to uh, Jacksonville. They signed uh, another uh, offensive lineman, Tyler uh, Shatley. And, you know, no no big deal there. Um, D-tackle uh, Foley Fatukasi, if I'm saying that right, uh, three-year, uh, $30 million. And then uh, Foye Olulakun, if I'm again saying that right, three-year, $45 million. Uh, I believe he was with the Atlanta Falcons last year, led the league in tackles. Um, so obviously, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have some money to spend. Doug, uh, you know, uh, is the, uh, the head coach over there and they're pulling out some moves. So, uh, good for them. Um, Shane makes a great point. Uh, the Chargers, yeah, he might be right about that. The Chargers, well, theoretically, yeah. uh, they traded for Khalil Mack, so that really doesn't count as free. Well, maybe winning the offseason. So, far. yes, they're winning the offseason so far. They're obviously. Yeah. You know, ready to go. They just uh, looks like they just verbally agreed to the probably the best corner on the free agent market, uh, J.C. Jackson from uh, formerly of New England. Yeah, uh, I believe. I really wanted him. Yeah, around fifteen million, which actually isn't that bad. For right. Um, you know, I certainly wouldn't uh, have minded if the Eagles had done that, uh, but obviously, I know there's. You know, we don't have all the money in the world, and obviously, we just gave about fifteen million. Uh, to Hassan Reddick, former uh, Temple University star. Temple uh, Tough. Temple U. Um, and it's coming home. Uh, you know, he's he's listed as an edge rusher, kind of a split linebacker right. at the end. Normally in a 4-3 defense, which is what the Eagles use, he'll be kind of a defensive end. But I, I kind of feel like he'll be utilized in multiple spots, um, just kind of given maybe what they were trying to do with Gennard Avery, uh, kind of that linebacker, DN, you know, yeah. pressure split. So if if they're able to get, whether it's draft or free agency, to get another official like DN, you know, that could really create kind of a really nice, and especially if they also draft, you know, Dean or Lloyd, as I've been wanting, Sure. You could really have a nice rotation of not only the linebackers, but also the ends. So where, you know, you could theoretically have Reddick, you know, his feet, in, you know, his hand on the ground 
and have Dean and, and you know, Edwards linebacking and, or, you know, again, switch it up and have Rennick in, in a linebacker spot, have potentially a first round rookie or Sweat or Graham, you know, right. whoever kind of, kind of doing that and, and have really a nice rotation. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it and, and I'm hoping, mm-hmm. you know, this is one of the people I said I wanted. Um, you know, I know he's not, again, not the true linebacker, but again, I think he'll be used uh, in, in the linebacking position um, a good amount. You know, obviously he's he's an official edge rusher, pass rusher, so I, I feel like he might be maybe used more of the, as an end in our defense more often. But uh, still, uh, I'm excited. It's, you know, something in the front seven that we needed. And we well, need it creates continue. mismatches. You yeah. put him out there, and all of a sudden, you're causing that offense to have to adjust to what you're doing. Okay, yeah. is Reddick coming in the traditional pass rushing role? Is he coming as a linebacker? Is he dropping back in coverage? He can do any of those things. And now, like, if you're going to create a situation where you know, the offense has to look at you and wonder what they're doing, that's taking you away from their ability to think about what they're doing. Exactly. And, yeah, and that creates a great scenario for the Eagles' defense. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I really am hoping they they're going to get um, another, you know, end somehow, whether it be free agency draft, right. uh, another well, linebacker. This draft is chock full of them. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully through the draft. But the next thing I think the Eagles really should obviously be focusing on is two positions right now. Yeah, and that's get another wide receiver, mm-hmm. and that's figure out your safeties. You obviously yeah, have two free agent safeties right now uh, in Anthony Harris and, of course, Rodney McLeod. I'm okay if you bring back one of them, but I feel like you need to get another impact player, whether it's a Marcus Williams from New Orleans, whether it's Reed from, from Houston, whether it's even Tyron Matthew, which I don't think they're going to be in on. No, that doesn't seem like an eagle move. doesn't seem like it, but, hey, listen, he's a very talented, talented uh, sure. uh, player. Uh, Somebody's going to get a heck of a football player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of the draft, give me Jordan Davis from Georgia. Yeah, they're going to need some interior uh, line play. Uh, and uh, Kevo, uh, Dean and Lloyd are both overrated. Any team would be flat out stupid to take him higher than pick 25, if that. Neither of them are franchise-altering players. That's the only way you take a linebacker that high. Okay. I mean, that's a different, uh, different opinion. Um, listen. Uh, we all know that uh, the, the the lack uh, of uh, you know the proclivity of taking linebackers in the first round. We've talked at ad nauseum about it. Um, I'm curious, about, do you see any linebackers? You know, since obviously you're down on Lloyd and Nicobe Dean, any linebackers that are franchise changing linebackers in the first round of this draft? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably not. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, again, I'm not- those are the two job guys, and so I think if you're out on those yeah. guys, it's fine. Yeah, well, absolutely. you probably just don't see a linebacker with a first round grade. Well, yeah, exactly. Then I would, I, yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, yeah, I know. So, but there are second round guys. Now, listen, Dean and Lloyd aren't going to last in the second round. No, that's where the Eagles are. But maybe uh, Christian Harris might from Alabama. Oh, I like him. Yeah, uh, the kid from Wyoming. Um, Moma or Moma, Moma, Mom, Chad, and whatever. Chad, Moma, or, yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I, again, I don't have it in front of me. Um, I can get it in yeah. front of me pretty easily. Uh, yeah. I took a lot of notes during the comment. <laughs> so there are obviously a couple of uh, you know second and third round linebackers that again, should they decide to you know stay on that company line of no linebackers mm-hmm. in the first round, then I'm okay with. Now listen, you might be right. Yeah. Uh, but I I still think it's such an important upgrade that's needed on this team that when you look at Alex Singleton and you look at TJ Edwards versus Dean and Lloyd, I feel like it's a clear, clear cut upgrade. Now, listen, you might be right that the value may not be there or, you know, whatever. But listen, sometimes, unfortunately, you, you may have to take a dip in value to, to get something that's such a clear cut need, you know, and l- listen, I, I would be ecstatic to take either of those guys. I'd be ecstatic for Harris or, or, or the kid from Wyoming uh, in the second round or, or third, uh, because I'm, I feel that passionate about the need for linebackers on this team. Sure. And listen, and that's not necessarily an offense to, 
you know, well, it might be a little bit to Singleton. But, you know, not to Edwards. I mean, at least we don't have Nate Geary, right? You know? Boy. <laughs> oh, white Lightning. Uh, but the position is very deep, though. Uh, as I've been saying, yeah, there's a, yeah. a good mix of two and three uh, rounders. Uh, so that gives even more reason not to reach for those two that I don't get me wrong. If Dean was six two, yeah, true. Uh, and two forty, I'll, I'll uh, go with you there, Kevon. Yeah. yeah, listen, uh, you're right. That's the knock on him. He's a little small, um, whereas Lloyd is a little bit bigger. But but you're right. Dean seems to have kind of more more of the intangibles. But listen, um, I, I'm in. I'm in on it. Uh, you know, again, I know you don't agree with me, but uh, I think you know if. If you're going to take, let's say, you know, again, God willing, DJ Stingley uh, or yeah, Eric Stingley uh, yeah. or, or Sauce Gardner fall or, yes. or, or, or Hamilton, which we all know is not happening. But I want to put it out there just, you know, to throw it out into the world, right? Throw it out there. Even you know, into existence. Yeah. So any of those three come – you know, you're obviously taking them at 15. Absolutely. You're running to the podium. Yeah. Come, come pick 16. You know, come pick sixteen. Yeah, listen, go take a go take a, a D line, whether it's you know Jabu, whether it's Jermaine Johnson, whether you know uh, it's any anybody from Georgia. Apparently, yeah, um, right. If you're not, if you if you went to Georgia, you had yourself a combine. You had yourself a combine too. Yeah. Um, so I'm good with that. And then at nineteen, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like you said, maybe, maybe the value might not be there. Maybe it should be twenty five. And listen, who knows? Maybe they feel trade back, trade back yeah. a little bit, but mm -hmm. I'd still be okay with taking one of those linebackers in nineteen. Believe me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be absolutely freaking out. Picks fifteen and sixteen when they don't do that, but uh, <laughs> but if they do it at nineteen, you're gonna uh, be all right. I'll do backflips all day. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you guys for the content. Keep doing what you're doing, dude. Appreciate. Thank it, you so much, Kavad. Appreciate. Always, uh, always love, uh, always love the support. Oh, here we go. Uh, go Seahawks. Wow. Okay. Uh, who is this? Allison Pierce. Don't know who that is, but uh, appreciate the appreciate the comment. Though. Appreciate the comments. Go Seahawks. Um, I would be. Uh, hey, I would do you remember back in the day? I would love yeah. to ask you if you can name me one current Seattle Seahawk. Just one. We'll see how that goes. Uh, anyway, uh, do you think the Eagles will trade for DJ Metcalf, who I would love to have on the Eagles? No, I don't. I don't think Seattle. No, Seattle I don't think they will either. Him available. I've heard about Lockett maybe possibly being available, but uh, I just don't see it. I don't think they're necessarily ready to. I, I think everybody, when they first traded Russell Wilson, I feel like everybody was like, oh, they're breaking it down. Oh, they released Bobby Wagner. Oh, they're, they're in fire sale. I just think they're in retooling. I feel like, yeah. listen, they they might be in on Watson, and if they can get Watson, well, yeah, then all of a sudden, you know, good, right? Seattle won the offseason, guys. Yeah, right, exactly. So, um, you know, again, um, I don't necessarily think they're ready to sell everybody off. Now, I could be wrong, and 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 maybe that you know the chips keep falling. But um, would I do a, a first round pick? For Metcalf right now, yes. Are you? Are you, listen? We all know that the, the sure. Eagles need a wide receiver, and we all know that they're obviously scouting the wide receivers in the first round, well, in all the rounds, really. But in the well, first yeah. round. Uh, but uh, do you think any of those wide receivers are better than DK Metcalf right now? Nope. Do you think any of them will be better than DK Metcalf? I mean, potentially, but potentially, but like. You're already you want to bet your football uh, livelihood on it. Al Woods. Boom. <laughs> I don't know who the hell that is. I'm going to have to Google that. Oh, boy. Al Woods. I'm pretty sure you might have just Googled that. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> that might be the most random person. Well, is that the first name that shows up on the uh, roster? Yeah, that... it probably does. <laughs> Seattle.com. Uh, uh, okay, so here it is. He was on Seattle in 2019. Didn't look like he played in 2020, probably because he wasn't on the main roster. Uh, and then was on uh, the 2021 squad. So, yeah, how about that? Good. Well, you know, I
<laughs> you know how to use your Google machine. Yeah, you are great at Google. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate the, the support as always. Yeah. Oh, can we? Yeah, I was going to say, I want to yeah, talk no, about yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd rather take Davis or trade up for Walker. Uh, that safety for Notre Dame or Gardner. Uh, if Stingley falls, we should take him as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like, all I of like that. Davis. Um, yeah, listen, that's, uh, I want D backs. Uh, and as much as, listen, as much as I always will and forever will want a linebacker, and I'm going to say it until I'm 90 years old, when the Eagles still have yet to draft a linebacker in the first round at that point, I'm going to yeah. still keep saying it. And I don't care if it's annoying because I'll be saying it for all these years straight and around. Don't worry. Uh, I will continue to poke him the entire way. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, yeah, dude, I couldn't agree with you more. As for me, like I said, Gardner, Stingley, uh, Hamilton. Oh, those, sure. I, I, if we can get one of those, our deep, uh, and, and if we, let's say we sign a Marcus Williams, the D-backs are instantly upgraded. You've just brought in Riddick, who, again, is going to help your front seven. If you're going to draft, you know, say Davis or, or Jabu or Jermaine Johnson, one of those, you know, again, or Walker, there's somebody else to help the line. And, you know, and if, again, you draft one of those linebackers with the 19 pick, your defense is insanely upgraded and pumped with youth. So, like, yeah. I, I can't, I couldn't be happier about moving forward if that was our squad defensively. Now, obviously, we have some things to figure out on the offensive side. You know, I, I still feel like not only do we definitely most and desperately need another wide receiver option. Now there are plenty. Jarvis Landy just, just got released. Juju's still available. Allen Robinson. But the problem is with the contract that Kirk just got is. Yeah. That market is set really high now. Completely F the market on wide receivers. And no offense to Christian Kirk, but he's not, he's not worth even close to that. Sorry. You, you're a talented kid. You, hey, listen, you prove me wrong and all that. I'm sure you will, but I just don't see it. Obviously, Jacksonville Jaguars want, needed an upgraded wide receiver, and they went out and they paid for it, and that's fine. But you're also effing up. The yeah, they pretty much just effed the whole market. Yeah. Now I still, I still feel like Allen Robinson is probably going to be up towards that way, that that level now. Mm -hmm. he, he just bumps himself two, three million more than probably what we were expecting. I, I'm out on that. But yeah. I am getting more and more in on Juju because I don't think his value jumped all that much with this signing. I still think there's a lot of like the BS on the side that might be hurting his value, which could be a benefit to us. And again, he's young. That's the route I would go. I would personally go Juju. I think you can get him for a lot cheaper than, you know, uh, you know, Christian Kirk or especially an Allen Robinson or a Jarvis Landry, maybe even. But again, I don't know what the market is for Landry, considering now he's going to be going on his third team. He just got released. Like, that's not right. the greatest right. news. So maybe he could be had on a little bit of a cheaper deal, too. So I personally think Allen Robinson's out. I think he's free agent, you know, going to get good free agent money. I, mm -hmm. I'd look at the other two and, and see if you can't get somebody for, you know, 12, under 12 million. Um, coming back, uh, fact word on the street is that Gannon scheme is preferred to be built from the back to the front. So I'm curious to see how, how he attacks the defense rebuild this year. Yeah. Listen, yeah, Eagles, we all know, well. yeah, we all know anybody who's an Eagles fan know that we love building from the front to the back. We love, or actually we love building from the front, skipping the middle and then going <laughs> to the back. And then well, maybe if, if, if they build from the back to the front, you know they're going to skip the middle again. If, they, if there's time, they'll yeah. come back, make a U-turn, and be like, you guys good? Yeah? Okay. Peace. Uh, <laughs> that's how the Eagles build their defense. But uh, in all seriousness, though, I would, I would absolutely be okay with that. Because, you know, think back when, you know, some of the better defenses on the Eagles in their history, they've always seemed to have really good defensive backs. I yeah, mean, we can name, Dawkins yeah, we could we could go yeah. on forever. Dawkins, Eric Allen, Lido, Sheldon Brat, like you know, we could mm -hmm. go on and on and on. Andre Waters, like Jenkins. That we've always had nice right. 
we've always had nice D backs. We've always had nice, you know, front fours. We could get, again go and name a million of them. The linebackers, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, listen, we've had some in the history of we've our had some good ones. Before. Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. we've had some of the best. You mean Benaric, you know, Trotter. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, no, <laughs> no. like Byron Evans, Seth yeah, Joyner, William Thomas. I know, I'm kidding. I'm okay, kidding. <laughs> but but still, um, you know what I mean? Like, so that's why I, I just want something a little different. I want us to focus because, I, while again, I, I think, I think, Kevo, you might be right that we might be building from the back to the front, whereas we're traditionally the opposite. I've always Again, and I will scream to this till I cannot scream no more. I've always felt that that building a defense, you need to start with middle. Now, I'm not saying you need, you know, Ray Ray Lewis and and Mike Singletary and, you know, Dick Buckus. That's good because we're not getting any of those guys. guys. I'm not saying we need, you know, we we want, you know, I need all three of those guys. Um, But I feel like if you have somebody that's, a little bit, you know, above above average. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's kind of teetering, you know, uh, on all pro level, maybe, or even, you know, whatever. So Alex Singleton would not be. Mm, no. No. Okay. And I, you just need more competency in the linebacking position. I mean, we just don't put stock into it. We don't put value into it, or at least we haven't focused on it. I feel like we have an opportunity this year. Again, you know, depending on how much Reddick kind of plays in that linebacking role. I feel like with the addition of one of these first-round linebackers, I feel like they could step in and be a nice complimentary young piece to go with Reddick, learn a little bit, and potentially grow into uh, a more of a, of a star linebacker role. I truly mm-hmm. do. Um, and then you still have a lot of youth and a lot of unknown in our linebacking core. You know, TJ Edwards is still young. Singleton's still young. You have, you know... Um, uh, Sean Bradley, you have uh, uh, Taylor. You know, you have players that are young, that are raw, that need to get built up. So I feel like you build up the top part of the linebacking core, you build up the bottom. Uh, and so while I've also been a, a you know, supporter of bringing in a vet, like like a Bobby Wagner, just as a name, you know, again, uh, right. that happened to be, you know, on my mind. Um, but somebody who's a vet, playing the years, played a lot of years, but still has talent, still has knowledge, all pro, you know, former all pro type that could come in and really help build up the, the linebacking core. I feel like that would be still an option, but also would be super helpful to kind of build up that middle of that defense because I feel mm-hmm. like your middle of the defense is doing its job and is confident and is able to rush and cover when needed then it makes the d-backs job better because you're not having them getting pulled for you know cuts across the middle tight ends yada 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 they could focus on what they need to focus on and the defensive ends don't need to worry about dropping back or you know wearing they can they can just rush the path you know the passer to me, I just don't understand why more teams don't think like this. And there are a lot of teams that do. Uh, and they technically usually have better defenses, just saying. But the Eagles just don't think that way. And I really wish that it would this offseason because we have the potential to really change our defensive identity. Really. Well, again, when you have three first-round picks, you have the chance, if you want, to change the identity of your entire team. Like, they right now have the opportunity to change it whatever the way they want. If they want to all of a sudden, you know, be known as the, you know, the linebacker factory instead of the quarterback factory, they they theoretically could. And there are some guys in this draft, and I'm not just talking about first-rounders, guys who – guys who can play. And, guys, you can get second, third, fourth rounds that are going to be impact players, and especially beating out guys like Singleton and Edwards. Now, I, uh, again, I, I know you and I like Edwards more than we like Singleton. I'm not as down on Singleton as you are, but then again, I don't think many people are as down on Singleton as you are. Well, listen, um, he is not yet – he's not yet at uh, Nate Geary's steps. Uh, but he's slowly getting there. 
So pick that for what you will. Uh, yeah, like like I said, yeah. Outside of Dean and Lloyd, you know, you also have um, uh, Brandon Smith uh, from Penn mm -hmm. State. Um, you know, many some consider him the third best linebacker. Again, probably you know, most likely a second rounder. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, yeah, you mentioned Harris. Yeah, Harris. Uh, I really do like him from Alabama. Uh, the kid from Wisconsin, Leo Channel, if I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Chad Muma uh, from uh, Wyoming, uh, Nick Bonito from uh, Oklahoma. You also have uh, another linebacker from Georgia, Anderson. You have another linebacker from Oklahoma, uh, Asamoa, uh, and then the third linebacker from uh, from Georgia, uh, Koi Walker, uh, who I, I do like as well. These are all guys that are two, three, four rounders, if not maybe some might sneak into the fifth, that are, I feel like, are talented. And, and as, as, you know, as Kevo said, it's deep. It really is. Like, everybody talks about how deep the defensive mm -hmm. ends and rushers are. I also feel like the linebacking is pretty, it's pretty you know, deep as well. So uh, while I would love Dean or Lloyd, I'm okay waiting until – you know, to the second or third round to get one of those guys. And, you know, again, I, I think. Yeah, I feel like on any of, the any third of those guys. Line, they have to talk you off a ledge if the Eagles yeah. use all three of their picks and they don't get a linebacker. Yeah, I mean, you will. You will. Yeah. I, I will be I will be immediately disappointed. But I will then have to, you know, calm right. down right. and think of, well, there's there's second, third round, you know, potential. Uh, again, I feel like the Rams – uh, proved the obvious this year, which is the draft is overrated, and the best way to truly build is through free agency and with later round picks. Uh, also, trading for superstars helps. Uh, roughly 75% of the league is full of third round and later picks. You're right. Uh, I'm well, sure that's where you build. Often yeah. as, as we think, food for thought. Yeah, no, dude, you're absolutely right. I mean, listen, you're gonna you're gonna probably miss a lot more than you're gonna hit on first round. It's unfortunate and, because because a lot of it is is that the stigmatism with with first rounders is oh well you're a first round pick you got to be coming and be a stud immediately like no questions and when that doesn't happen you're you know you're immediately a bust. Well, so, I think what happens a lot of times um, a lot of these rookies these early round picks you know when they get to the end of their rookie contracts a lot of time they're just trying they're just starting to figure out how to be a pro. And teams will give up on them, seeing as they didn't get the immediate impact as they, that they wanted. And you'll see a lot of them go on to their second teams and have much bigger impact the second go around. Yeah, now you're you're one thousand percent. But I want to bring I want to go back to that point about about trading for superstars or trading picks. Sure. I think what it proves, what the Rams proved, is that there are multiple ways to win in this league. And. Like that was the way they chose to go about it. Go after yeah. proven commodities and you know, Jalen Ramsey or Odell Beckham. And but you, you forget the Super Bowl MVP, homegrown guy in Cooper Cup. Right. Who got passed on by every team. Yeah. Um, yeah, and listen, uh, we could go back over the last ten years and look at the construction of each team to see exactly kind of how mm -hmm. they did it. And, it, and it's probably going to have 10 different outcomes. You know what I mean? Well, okay, maybe five because Patriots are half of them. But Well, yeah. Right. But yeah, Patriots. Oh, get on a quarterback in the seventh round and you went, duh. Yeah, right. So, like, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Eagles, again, you know, they, 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 they drafted well the, the year before and that year. Mm -hmm. And they hit on smaller key free agents. There well, wasn't yeah. They, I mean, they hit on the smaller end free agents. And, I mean, let's not act like the 2017 draft class that the Eagles hit on all these. The Eagles don't have any players left from the 2017 draft. I mean, you're right. But at that time, it worked. Well, like a Derek Barnett. He worked out for a year, and then it's it like you couldn't, couldn't make that jump from year one to year two. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, listen, I mean – and, and I think the main point was those smaller key free agents that ended up, you know, playing a lot larger like roles. Chris than Lowe. Ever, Chris yeah. Lowe. Like I look Eric Blunt, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, signing. Um, well, signing Alshon to the one year deal. Yeah. Signing Alshon to that one year deal that obviously was huge. Mm -hmm. And that was, again, probably our biggest splash. But, sure. you know, 
um, you know, it wasn't like a huge, like, oh my God, we just signed. And even that wasn't day one. No, I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen, there's, there's a lot going on right now. Um, you know, I think, uh, uh, I'm trying to see, uh, any other major kind of, uh, signings here that have happened mm -hmm. in recent, uh, a little bit here, but I'm not really seeing anything that's happened in the last like hour or so. Um, oh, Ro uh, Roger Saffold, uh, formerly on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, all pro guard ended up signing with uh, Buffalo Bills. That's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, going to Miami, I guess, to either compete or to be or a backup. backup. Yeah. Uh, right before, unfortunately, right before the legal tampering period, uh, Emmanuel Ogba uh, re-signed a defensive end who I really, really wanted. Yeah, I know you were in on Ogba. Yeah, re-signed a four-year, $65.4 million deal, uh, which uh, might be a little too much for me. Uh, Cedric Wilson also going, uh, and Chase Edmonds also going uh, to the Miami Dolphins, who uh, believe they franchise tag Gusecki. So um, they've done some some good, mm -hmm. uh, you know. This they've been doing some work, yeah. So, come on, you ask about uh, the Eagles either signing a safety or a wide receiver uh, next. Yeah, I mean, those are the two yeah. those are the two main positions we need right now. I always thought it was, you know, get either an end or a linebacker. But they kind of got both. <laughs> uh, and then safety and wide receiver. And then – Which do you think they're going next right now? Like, if you had to choose – I think that's what Kevin's uh, asking. Oh, oh, uh, uh, um, I really, I really would think that it'll be, um, it'll be safety next because I would love nothing more than the wide receiver market to kind of cool down a bit. Sure. Wait until the start of official free agency. Uh, maybe you know let you know uh, kind of a mid-tier guy get signed for you know not that much and kind of try to bring that down the market a bit before, mm -hmm. you know, some of the bigger names get signed. Uh, and then, you know, again, the longer it waits, the better it is for the Eagles. So uh, I would hope, you know, then we could kind of swoop in and be like, well, you know, you're not getting the money you thought you were getting. You're not getting Chris Kirk money, but you know, Hey, here, Juju, here's, you know, uh, here's a three year deal versus for, you know, $40 million. Right. Okay. That works. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That that could be a good reason why they'd go safety next. And plus, I don't feel like there's as strong as a pool of safeties in this free agent class as there is wide receivers. Uh, see, I I kind of disagree. Uh, I think there's a good equal amount. I mean, think about it. We we just talked about Landry, Juju, A. Rob uh, as kind of potential targets. Um, you know, I could go ahead and name similar. You know, Marcus Williams, Reed. Um, you have Diggs, uh, Quandry Diggs. You have yeah, and I've heard Quandry Diggs. Matthews. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, uh, you have similar similar talented names. Uh, you know that are available in the safety market, and you know I really truly believe that uh, you know it would be behoove them to to go ahead and get one of these you know talented uh, guys. No, I, I hear you. I just think the drop off at safety is is more significant. It might be more severe, I guess. Uh, I mean, honestly, outside of uh, you know, outside of the three wide receivers I named, anybody, you know, anybody I, I wouldn't mind like a flyer on a Will Fuller one year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I think I think your best bet is to go one year on, on some of these guys. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Will Fuller is is, is certainly uh, potential, but I, you know, I want somebody. Uh, oh, Diggs did actually sign back with Seattle. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I want Justin Reed. He gives up the same upside Jenkins had before we got him. You're right. He's like 25, 26. 
Uh, still pretty young, but again, I, I, I slightly prefer Marcus Williams. I was about to say the same thing. I think I slightly prefer Williams, but I certainly wouldn't be mad at Reed. Now, now again, you're getting youth, uh, considering the two safeties mm -hmm. we currently have, or I guess technically we don't currently have them, but uh, that we had last year. Right, who were on our last year. Our, yeah, our, you know, have AARP cards, you know what I mean? Compared to those two, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, shoot, Riley McLeod. Yeah, by the way, we're both old, we're older than them, but... <laughs> Well, and also, yeah, well. Fun, fun fact, uh, you don't, you, there's no age requirement on uh, getting your AARP card, by the way. You don't have to be 60 or 65. Oh, I'm going to go in and get my AARP card. I mean, there's more benefits when you're that older, but sure. there's, still yeah. our, there's still our benefits for even if you're 25. Uh, the more you know. Anyway. Uh, what's going on, Fuji? Yeah, Fuji. Uh, what's good, fellas? Happy tampering day. Love it. Uh, hey, listen, uh, Wallace, uh, I think we all would love uh, the Eagles to go out and go crazy. Sure, sure. Time. I, I placed a few phone calls to some agents. Uh, they said yeah. they'd call me back. I trust well, that they will be on the horn so shortly. I'm sure they will. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Uh, but, yeah, the fact of the matter is we – you know, we got our one signing. Um, I'm okay with that. You know, we're not we're not all the Jacksonville Jaguars where we're going to sign like 30 people, uh, but we signed somebody that we really needed. You know, Son Reddick. Uh, I, I read a stat that um, over the last two years, only two people have over 200 tackles, over 20 sacks, over yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know whether like eight fumble uh, forced fumbles, uh, and it's Hassan Reddick and Aaron Donald. So when you're entering in the same conversation as Aaron Donald, yeah. get my listen, attention. Right. Uh, listen, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Uh, you know, he has over 20 sacks in the last two years. I mean, last year, I think the Eagles had about 29 sacks. Um, so, you know, as a whole unit, and this guy comes with 23 in the last two years, that's that's an upgrade. Sure. Um, you know, that, that'll that hopefully get those numbers up and, and get some more pressure on the quarterback. So, um the supermarket is officially open, LOL. Yes, but you can't technically yep. buy anything. You can't make a purchase yet. Cashier's you can put it in your car. Yeah. You can yeah. put it in your car, walk around, and, uh, you know, hang out, I guess, for the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay overnight two days in the supermarket. But That's an awkward shopping experience. Yeah, yeah. It's like extreme supermarket sweeps. Um, that sounds like a show they might come up with. Sounds like a show I would love to be on. Yeah, I feel like we should at least getting paid for creating the idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, listen, uh, you know, I'm super happy this time of year. Um, you know, I, I always love uh, getting those updates, even if it's you know not about the Eagles. It's still nice to kind of see the sure. action. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Uh, Fuji again. Which uh, wideout is how he going to land? Where do you think you see guys uh, Reddick playing D end or linebacker? Uh, I'll answer the second one first. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's going to be split. I think he's going to be kind of all over, uh, depending on you know who, who the personnel and depending on who's out there. I could see him playing. If I'm going to have to pick one more than the other, it's definitely going to be D end. Oh yeah, uh, I, yeah. He'll play D end more of the time. Right. But I do think that he could kind of be in like a joker role where like he comes on the field, you don't know where he's going to line up at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you could put his hand on the ground and mm -hmm. run back coverage and, and maybe have, the line, you know, one of the linebackers rushing. Uh, so I think his versatility allows the Eagles to, and Gannon to do a lot more, uh, you know, with the, with the players out there. So, uh, but yeah, I think he, he'll play more to the end, but I, I think it'll be a nice split. Like I said, kind of, uh, you know, and I've heard this before, too, uh, you know, what they were actually trying to do uh, with Gennard. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically kind of like a uh, Swiss Army knife. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, as far as the first one, which I think I honestly think Juju, if I had to guess, if I had to say one or the other, I'm going to say Juju because mostly I feel like his value is a little bit underneath. Landry and uh, a Rob, and they need to make a, a clear upgrade. And while there are, you know, certainly nice line or wide receivers out there, um, 
yeah, you know, like like you, Eric, you had mentioned Will Fuller. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's nice. He's an upgrade, but like, do we really know that? He's, he's got a lot of injuries. He hasn't really play, performed well in the last couple of years. You know, he's that's why it's a one-year flyer. Right, I got yeah, it. That okay. has to be. He's three years removed. He's three that years is- removed from having you know his best season. And he hasn't done really shit since. Which well, I mean, and that's I why it's got to be in addition to another move. Well, yeah, yeah, that can't be the move, is what right. I'm saying. Uh, you know, you got to bring in somebody that'll that'll give you an immediate upgrade over Jalen Rager, push him to the four spot. You know, you have Watkins at the three. Say you bring in Juju. You have Smith, Juju, Watkins as your you know your your starting uh, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. It puts a little pressure off of Rager. You you have you know. You know, JJ's gone, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, whoever's yeah. going to be your five, and if they keep six, you know, again, to kind of a little bit less pressure off them. And, and you know, that could be rookies area right there. Rookies, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think that has to be the way to go. Now, again, if you're going to get a Will Fuller and a Juju, I'm all right with that. Right. Um, you know, I, I think I think this way it pushes Rager to the five. You really only have to worry about one other, you know, spot if you're going to keep six. Uh, and there's your wide receivers, and it's pretty set. And this way, listen, if Rager has any chance of being an NFL wide receiver, uh, he's going to have to really work for it. But, again, the pressure will kind of be off him for being constantly out there and relied upon. He can kind of, you know, maybe quietly get his confidence up and, and – you know, utilize his actual skills because he does have skills. He's just not, sure. he's not putting it on, you know, on display. So uh, maybe, maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. Or, or maybe it's just not meant, meant to be. Uh, Fuji says, I'd rather have Landry. Smith hurts too much. Uh, listen, I'm fine with Landry. Um, sure. And listen, I, I think just as far as age is concerned, uh, that's kind of why I like Juju. I, I like the fact that you can get a clear upgrade. You can get, uh, you know, some youth on the team. You're not, you know, signing, uh, you know, not that Landry's that old. I mean, what, he's 28, maybe? Yeah, I think 28, 29, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not that big of, you know, big of a difference. But anytime you can get, you know, kind of a mid-20s guy, bring on your team that's kind of just coming into his own. Uh, and clearly, Juju needs a change of scenery. He had a chance to go to Kansas City the last time, and he chose not to. And he stayed in Pittsburgh. And now I think again, I, I think he's has the, the ability. And I'm hoping that the change of scenery is everything that he needs, and and maybe he can focus and become you know more of a professional, and uh, really be a leader to you know some of the younger players on the team uh, if if he is able to step up. Well, yeah, I mean, if he's grown up from his issues before, that's why that's kind of the point I was trying to make before that, like, if he's grown from his issues, that I think he could be someone like a cautionary tale to tell, like, some of these younger guys, hey, look, maybe don't learn the hard way the way I did on some of these issues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not to pat myself on the back by saying a week earlier that I like Juju Smith Schuster, but. Well, yeah, but the, the way you went about it. Is the only issue I had. You would you basically went about it like he was already this seasoned veteran, this this leader of men, uh, and he's literally still doing TikTok dances. On well, stage. okay, that wasn't the that's what that wasn't what I was trying to portray. But oh, well, you didn't. I gave you an opportunity to, to explain yourself. Are you now just saying now because of what I said? No, you're like oh. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Well, I mean, I would do that, but that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, we have a lot uh, going on, obviously. Uh, so stay tuned and stay locked to uh, the Philly Sports Alliance on all platforms for updates and stuff. Uh, as they come out, we'll be uh, we'll be pushing it out to you guys. Um, Eric, uh, r- real quick. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna actually give you uh, give you the solo here. Sure. Uh, what right now? Give me your next three moves for the Philadelphia Eagles moving forward. Uh, as you know, we try to uh, get ourselves ready for the draft. What's your three moves that the Eagles are going to make before the draft? And I will uh, I'll give you uh, if I can figure out how to do this. 
there we go. Got it. All right. Well, what I'm hoping to do is that they, we kind of create options for ourselves, right? Like one of the worst things you can be, you can have is to be pigeonholed into one spot in the draft. And what I'd like to see them do is just the areas that we've addressed is the areas of need, the secondary, the receivers, like and even the linebackers. I just want to see them go out and address the spot. Now, I think the Hassan Riddick deal, I think that addresses, you know, in kind of a different way, both positions of need. So well, uh, along the defensive line and linebacker. So what I would like to see them do, I'd like to see them go get a corner. Now, there's a couple guys who I'm interested in. Um, a Kevin King from the Green Bay Packers is somebody who I've always been in on. I always liked him. Uh, and I've said, you know, at the wide receiver position, Juju Smith-Schuster, really like him a lot. So those are the the next two moves I would make. After that, it's bring bringing a safety. And what I think could end up happening, and as much as we'd like some of these guys, like Reed and, and Williams, I think what could end up happening is you could see one of the two safeties, either McLeod or Anthony Harris, brought back. And I know that's not a sexy move, but I think that's something that could happen. So I look at those three moves. I say, you know, bring in, you know, whether it be a Smith-Schuster, bring in a Kevin King at cornerback, and then possibly, you know, one of those returning safeties, Anthony Harris. Or I actually prefer Anthony Harris. I like him a lot. Thought he played well and would love to see him have another opportunity here. And, you know, I would love McLeod back, but like I only want one of the two because I do want to. I want to see what this team's interests are in safety in the draft. Like, you know, what guys they target. But yeah, those are the three moves. I'll say that um, the wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, cornerback. I'm telling you, I like Kevin King from Green Bay, and I'll say the other move. Like and again, this is this isn't going to be sexy. I'm sure it's not going to be loved, but I think they will bring back one of the two safeties, either Harris or McLeod. All right, I like it. That's uh, that's that's pretty good, honestly. That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, as much as I think, in conjunction with bringing back one of the two safeties, I think they will actually go out and sign one of these safeties, uh, these free agent safeties. So. Uh, that way, you know, again, uh, personally, I think, listen, I love McLeod. Mm -hmm. I personally think it might be time to move on from him. Yeah, I, I think I said that of the two, I actually prefer Anthony Harris. Yeah, I think if you keep Harris and sign a Marcus Williams or mm -hmm. Reed, uh, again, I think I think all you're doing is, is getting a, a talented duo. You're getting, uh, you know, one of them, you're getting a lot younger than the last, the last one you had. So uh, that's a win-win. If you can get same or better talent and get younger, sure, no brainer, no brainer across the board. So, um, but yes, folks, um, you know, as obviously things keep happening, um, you know, we'll certainly uh, you know keep uh, keep you guys informed, let you guys know what's going on. So uh, if you have not already, uh, please make sure that uh, you go ahead and hit uh, Facebook. Uh, you can just search Philly Sports Alliance, uh, or on we are on Twitter at Philly Sports PSA. We're also on Instagram at Philly Sports PSA. Uh, we're on Twitch. Uh, we have YouTube. Uh, so please make sure you uh, follow us, and we're also on all of your favorite uh, podcast uh, platforms as well. So uh, give us a like, give us a follow, give a share. Uh, a review. Any any little thing, honestly, means the right. World yeah, it all helps. Is, you know, again, it, it takes you two seconds, hit a button, or, you know, five seconds to click five stars or whatever it is, follow, share, you know. Again, we appreciate everybody who has helped us along the way. You know, we're, what, this is episode 263 or something. We've been doing wow. this, this yeah. version of our show, um, you know, for a few years now. Um, and, you know, obviously, we actually, was it? It was last week at some point. Was it the ninth? The eighth? Yeah, it was uh, the seventh. The seventh? All right. Anyway, so at some point last week, 
uh, me and Eric uh, hit our 13 year anniversary of uh, doing a podcast together. Yeah, in some fashion or form. You know, we uh, we started with the uh, the Philly Nick and Hump, uh, which was great on Blog Talk. Uh, that was the good old days, uh, doing it on Which, the it's funny, uh, getting the Seattle Seahawks fan chiming in here for us tonight really harkened me back. Do you remember the time that we had that Seahawk, uh, reporter call in to our show? Back I do. You can hump show. Yeah, that was, wow, that was a long, long, long time. Right? Yeah, and then we also, speaking of Seattle, we had former Seattle Seahawk. Yes. Marcus Weeks. Yeah, so uh, man, we got a lot of Seahawk ties apparently. <laughs> oh, wow, are are we like secretly like? Se- well, you know, I mean, we we do say go birds a lot, don't we? We do. I mean, that's <laughs> our thing. It is our thing. We love saying go birds. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, funny we uh, don't have any Falcons ties. <laughs> no, <nah>, after <F> Falcons. <laughs> yeah, the stupid dirty bird dance. Although Jamal uh, Anderson, that, was, that guy was pretty awesome. He was. He had a moment. Uh, anyway, uh, guys, the NFL draft is coming up at the end of April. Yeah. So just like we did uh, last week, live at the Berwyn Tavern for our free that was the time. roundtable special edition, we're going to do the same thing for the NFL draft. So the weekend before the NFL draft on Saturday – April 23rd, 7 o'clock, we are going to be back at the Berwyn Tavern. Hell yeah. Again, uh, doing our NFL draft special. Uh, hopefully this time we'll have uh, less than 17 minutes of glitch. Uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. We know it's not going to be zero minutes of glitch. You're absolutely right on that one. Uh, so, so honestly, guys, um, and, and you know, we're we're inviting all of our you know PSA family, um, you know, whether it's um, you know the guys from CDV on some of the other shows that that are through uh, the Philly Sports Alliance, you know, the Diamond Club or um, attendees, um, you know, or, or the Philly Philly podcast. Anyway, uh, any of those guys that are you know, we're we're going to hopefully try to have some of them. Uh, also, um, you know, certainly now that we're kind of, uh, in conjunction with, uh, the painted lines, you know, there are so many of those guys, uh, over the painted lines that are just amazing. Honestly, uh, they know their stuff. They put out great content. They put out great articles, visit the painted Make sure you read all of the articles, read all of their shows. They are now all streaming and they have been for a while. Uh, they are streaming their shows on our Facebook. So if you follow our Facebook, if you like our Facebook, you can see all of their shows. They do pr- pretty much after every Sixers game, they do a live show reaction. Uh, they they did that during the season for the Eagles as well. So they do a lot of live reaction shows, which are fantastic. Well, they must have had a lot of fun last Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they certainly did. They certainly did. Uh, check out that episode. That was good. Uh, so, yeah, so check them out. Uh Likewise, we're they're streaming on our uh, Facebook. We are streaming on their YouTube. Uh, so we're kind of just helping each other out. Uh, so we always love it when uh, some of the, uh, the painted line guys uh, pop in uh, and you know, spe- you know, comment, talk. Uh, there were a couple episodes where man, it was like there was probably like ten of them, and we we're yeah. all just you know doing uh, so much fun. Uh, so anyway, yes. So check them out, paintedlines.com. You can check them out on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and obviously on their website. Um, and uh, certainly, um, you know, would love to have any of those guys come down. So, uh, yeah. I'll have to send out a mass message, uh, out there and see how many people we can get. We might need, uh, we might need a bigger table to fit, fit everybody. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we got to spill any beer on it this time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was like the first <laughs> freaking two minutes. But not only yeah, we're we're hilarious about it. Everyone's just like, man, yeah. it's no one. What do you think the state of the Eagles is? Boom! Down uh, not only not only were we having technical difficulties, but we we're also having uh sober issues as well. <laughs> I was sober. Yeah, you were sober at that time, actually. Was I was sad. not sober by the end of the show. God no. 
<laughs> uh, so anyway, yes, April 23rd, we're going to be putting out a lot of stuff out there uh, to remind you guys. Um, so that way you guys are, are well aware. So even if you can't make it out to the Berwyn Tavern, uh, you can uh, stay locked in to our NFL draft special. We're literally just going to go over uh, all everything. We're gonna oh, yeah. We're going to do a huge mock draft. It's going to be fantastic. Top yeah. five prospects in every position. We're going to talk about, you know, Eagles needs and a recap of what they've done so far and, you know, what trades we're hearing, there are rumors, yada, yada, yada. We're going to bring it everything to you. Uh, so if you are, um, you know, if you are uh, not all up to date on everything, which is certainly uh, okay, uh, we will help get you there. So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. We'll be putting out information from that. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, Eric, I know this is going to be news to you, uh, but I don't believe we're going to be, uh, uh, I don't believe we'll have a show next Monday. Okay. Um, but maybe we can figure something out uh, because I would love nothing more than to kind of recap the week that was in free agency. Yeah, we can um, out. we'll figure something out, uh, whether we do something uh, yeah. Sunday or something. Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, so stay tuned for all of that. Uh, we will see you guys uh, next time. We'll certainly uh, post if we're going to go uh, a little bit different time uh, and day next, for next week. Uh, but other than that, honestly, uh, you know, we got rid of our snow. Snow's done. Yeah, we're, uh, snow. we're, having nice, we're having some nice weather. It might rain, but like I'd rather have rain uh, on occasion than snow. And yes. you know, fifties and sixties, and I think it's probably I'll go ten days of rain again or against one day of snow any day. Great, great stuff. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, thank you so much, uh, everybody, for uh, coming in. Uh, Shane, Kevo, uh, Mike. Uh, let's see. I know I forgot somebody because this thing is bad. At... Nope, nope, nope. I just had I just had it. Yeah, where's our Seahawk fan? Uh, oh, yeah. So, Shane, uh, Kevo. I hope I'm saying that right. Kevo? 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 I think it's Kevo. Uh, Cavell, maybe? That's how I would read it. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. All right. Well, either way, I apologize if I butchered your name. You came up with some amazing Yeah, comments. thank you. Awesome. I always yeah. love it when, uh, when uh, you know, somebody's uh, giving it right mm -hmm. back. And you know what? He had uh, a strong opinion about the linebackers, which is certainly different than mine, which I appreciate. Someone kind of, you know, bouncing that off of me. Uh, yeah, Jason, but I it wasn't like a diss on the whole linebacker because oh, yeah, no, no, he didn't yeah, like yeah. those linebackers. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He, he, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. how many times people, you know, you have a different opinion and it's. Sure. Uh, he was, you know, got his but point. That's off. the way you should handle it if that's you just. Way, that's yeah, the way, yeah. That's the way people should handle their mm -hmm. differing opinions on anything. Mm -hmm. but, so hats off to you. Thank you so much for bringing it. Uh, Jason as well. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, hopefully they do trade for DK Metcalf. That'd be great, but I just don't see it. Uh, Allison, uh, thanks for being a Seahawks fan and Googling Al Woods. Uh, made me laugh. Appreciate that. And, of course, our main man, Fuji. Uh, yeah, Fuji. Uh, popping in. Um, yeah, we gotta, Fuji, uh, got to come out for the roundtable. Seriously. Absolutely. He was going to uh, the last time, mm -hmm. but uh, something came up. But, yeah, hopefully Fuji can make it out to that one. Uh, we'll give you guys more information as uh, we get closer, of course. Uh, and then obviously we got to, you know, nail down all those specifics with the VT, but yeah, we'll, we'll that out. Like money. Um, yeah, like money. Yeah. How much they're going to pay us, right? Right, right. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so anyway, uh, downstairs, that's a good loss. Absolutely. Uh, all right, folks. Well, we're going to head on out of here. We appreciate everybody who popped in. Uh, thank you again to uh, the fellows over at the Painted Lines. And real quick, before I do get out of here, I do, of course, uh, you know, want to mention uh, our main sponsor, which is uh, La Terrain Watches. Uh, if you are looking for a watch, and you're not a big watch guy, you know, you, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, uh, yeah, maybe you know, you know, Rolex and Timex, you know, Timex. I don't know any of them. The other one, Movado. But if you're looking for a nice quality watch, and I'm, again, I'm not doing this just because they sponsor us. I have one of the watches, and it's amazing. It's a top quality watch. It looks amazing, and it looks it looks a lot 
you know, it looks a lot more expensive than it is. It really isn't that bad. The pricing is pretty, pretty reasonable. And you'll get even more of a discount if you go over to www.la-terrain.com. Use code PSA for site-wide discounts. Not only they got watches, they got like cool belts, accessories, sunglasses. Uh, they got watches for the ladies. So if you, you know, girl's birthday or anniversary coming up, get her something nice as well. Uh, so make sure you use code PSA at checkout for uh, discounts. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. We will see you guys uh, at some point next week. I know it, it won't be Monday. Right. But I know. I want to do something because we have to we have to recap oh, yeah. so uh stay tuned for that we'll uh, see you guys live and make sure again you stick around uh on the facebook page uh to check out all the other wonderful shows that we got going on and all the guys from the the painted lines uh doing their doing their thing uh so check them out give them a like comment share follow all that good stuff it takes two seconds it really does mean the world to us it does help get us uh get us out there so uh, Eric, do you got anything to add before we get out, out of here? No. All right. Keeping the streak alive. I love it. Uh, all right, folks. We will see you uh, at some point next week. Thank you, everybody, uh, for commenting, liking, following, and uh, sharing. Uh, so for the Football Smack Talk show, I'm Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 178 days to go. 178 days. I yep. feel like uh, that's not terrible. Yeah, you can get that. We can do that. that. So, all right, folks, have yourselves a good night.